back listening to another episode of Technobabble. Woohoo! Uh, we had a bit of a close call here at Technobabble headquarters in Ottawa, thanks to. Uh, was there a name for the tornado or was it just that big fucking windy thing? I don't think we had a, hurric a hurricane name for it, actually. You're right. Um, do tornadoes get names? I think they do. And one, because it, my guess is because it had something to do with Florence. We should have named it an F name as well. So maybe like, um, maybe tornadoes are guys. So maybe we could call it Frank, but we had two. So it'd be like Frank and Frank Phil and Greg. No, they have to be F. So what's another F name? Filbert? Fi Philo. Philo? What is this? Fievel goes west? <laughs> or Fievel. <laughs> in, ca in Canada, there are no tornadoes. <laughs> At least there weren't. So yeah, we, we had a, uh, a couple of tornadoes touch down in the greater Ottawa area, and um, it was definitely a little freaky to say the least. So um, both Mike and I had our kind of minds on, uh, you know, tech for when your power goes out, because one of the side effects of the two tornadoes in Ottawa was that we actually lost power. Uh, Mike, I, how long did you lose power for, Mike? About 22 hours. And I lost mine for about 26 or so. And I also know that uh, my job was uh, out of power for about 24 hours, as was most of the downtown core. I live in the downtown core of Ottawa. Um, there are places in Ottawa that didn't have power for a couple of days. My uh, father-in-law, in fact, went down to the States to get a power generator, and he works for Ottawa Hydro. So when that guy goes to go get a power generator, you know there's an issue. So that immediately kind of got me thinking about this sort of thing. So uh, me and Mike decided why not have a special episode all dedicated to power outage planning. Oh, yeah, because I had a little preparation in, in for me because I had my power bank, my beautiful Anchor e A7 or E7 power bank, but it was only about like half charged. And it kept my phone nice and charged and also my 3DS. So I was able to... So you had to, something to do. Yeah, I was able to play Majora's Mask and get the water dungeon done. Yay me. That's awesome. Nice. Well, I had, uh, I have multiple batteries. I've got a 5,000 milliamp hour battery that has a solar panel on it. Uh, then I've got a 10,000 milliamp hour battery that came with my E-Scene or E-Keen uh, 7 watt solar powered backpack. Uh, so I can take that solar panel off and I can put it in the window to charge uh, one of my power banks. Then I've got a 10,000 milliamp hour battery, backup battery for my Nintendo Switch. And then I also have a 2,500 milliamp hour battery that's just you know, a small extra thing that I bring around for playing Pokemon Go or whatever. So I've got plenty of USB power to go around. I actually lent a couple of them out to people at work who had to um, stay open, even with no power for a little while to let people, uh, you know, filter out and try to wait for the power to come back on. So it was a good thing that I had lots of power. But nonetheless, this still got me and Mike thinking, what would we buy if we knew we were going to be out of power for longer than one day, which is about as good as we could get. I mean, like I might've been able to last two considering I have a lot of power banks, but like that's about as good as you're going to get is one to two days. So 
What's your first item, Mike? Well, it's one of two because the simple thing I wanted was what could I do to get some cheap power? And, uh, you know, a power charge, a charged power bank is going to be great, but it will eventually run out. So what the hell can you do to rep- what what do you do when your reserve power goes away? Well, for about $25 or a little bit more if you wanted some real juice, you can generate your own power. I guess we, hold on real, real quick, I just think that we should preface this with the fact that um the majority of these prices are all going to be Canadian dollars. So for you Americans, just like divide it by 30 and it'll probably be about what it, so this this is probably like what like a dollar fifty or something like that in America. <laughs> <laughs> Damn tariffs! Oh, continue, they're good for continue, business. Continue. <laughs> Tar- tariffs are good for business. Also, I suck at economics. Yeah, me too. So you have a a, a what now? Well, right now I you you showed me something the Iron Snow Solar Energy NOAA Weather Radio Dynamo Hand Crank Self-Powered AM-FM WB Radio with one LED flashlight, and it is a 1,000 milliamp hour smartphone charger as well. Now, I don't know why people always add, like, milliamps and always give numbers in the thousands. It's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, just shut the fuck up with the extra zeros and just say what it is. It's a one-amp smart charger. Uh, Wouldn't it be one watt? No, because no, it's not milliwatts. Watt, watts and amps are different, though, right? Yes, and nobody mentioned watts. Yeah, but you have to multiply the amps times the volts to get the watts. So that means that it's confusing. And throwing, <laughs> well, throwing extra zeros in there isn't going to help anybody. Well, 1,000 milliamp hours is very easy to understand because everybody knows. And um, so is one. Yes, I know that, but nobody talks in amp hours or watt hours for the most part, right? Because most people are used to buying smaller uh, backup batteries, right? That are always in the, like even your your anchor, that's what, 50,000 or 30,000 uh, milliamp hours? I don't have it on hand. It's on a separate floor right now. But my case in point is they're always in milliamp hours. I think hours. it was like a 26,800 milliamp yeah, hour, which exactly. would make it a 26 amp battery. But With well, a, uh, this, this hand watt. crank is uh, is pretty cool. That's for sure. Yep. And for a uh, there's a forty dollar version from Running Snail, and that is a uh, two thousand milliamp hour power bank. Oh. So it depends on your budget. If you want to get like the cheapest power supply which will give you a radio, a flashlight, and you can charge your phone on it, but with one milliamp. I imagine that the wattage would be pretty damn slow. So if you're running absolutely nothing on your phone, you may be able to charge it off. Well, and it's got, I mean, like the, the one amp one, not only does it have uh, the small solar panel on top, but it also has a hand crank. So you can charge both, right? Like you can charge both ways. For what? Oh, the working voltage on this thing is 2.7 volts to 4.2 volts. So it's going to charge very slowly. It doesn't say what the wattage is on it, and that kind of sucks. But anyway, so you, you'd, be like able to, to you'd be able to um, keep it going with the, the hand crank as well, which is actually quite useful. The fact that it does uh, charge your phone a little bit. 1,000 milliamps is probably about one-fifth to one-quarter of the average cell phone battery. So you'd get somewhere between 15 to 25% probably. 
which isn't great, but it isn't bad either. The other one here that you've got, I actually like it a lot better because for only $15 more, you get double the milliamp hours, which really isn't that much for $15 more, but it's, as far as I'm concerned, more aesthetically pleasing. It has an a, SOS alarm, which is great. Well, it still has the hand crank. You can power it with AAA batteries or solar or hand crank, and you can still charge your own devices as well. So that gives you one extra option of power if uh, your local dollar store doesn't happen to sell out of batteries like mine did. <laughs> and you can, you can also charge it off your power bank as well, USB charging, so that's cool. That is that is true, yes, exactly. So that's it has an SOS alarm, which you know, it would be great be if you're out if you're out in the woods and you're just like fucking help me, please. Yeah, that's more of a camping thing, I guess. Uh so my first one here is actually not only cheaper than both of yours, but um is actually a little more I don't want to say useful, but it, it's more of a base use, right? Like it, this is bare bones. Uh, it's $7.99 and it's the Light Me Portable 130LM solar powered LED light bulb. Uh, and basically, it... <laughs> I made jokes about this in high school. Like, like, like shitty, shitty inventions, the solar powered light bulb. You know what, though? It's not that shitty because, yeah, it's, it's not going to be the greatest quality. But I, I actually watched quite a few um, videos about this because it was on sale in the States for. Uh, like five or six dollars or seven dollars. I believe this is actually American price, seven ninety nine. Um, but it was on sale, and a lot of people bought them. And so what you do is you take this tiny little solar panel that it comes attached to, which is probably a little bit bigger than a large cell phone, and you put that out. It charges for uh, two to three hours of charge time. Uh, will give you uh, five to eight hours of light, I guess, give or take. Um, and it's got an 850 milliamp hour battery in it, which doesn't sound like a lot, but considering um, this light bulb is not all that bright, like it's just bright enough to kind of see what you're doing. It's it's not to light up a whole room. It's just to light up a small area. So for $8, you could have, say, you know, one or two of these things kind of just around your, you know, in storage or around your place or whatever. And that would give you enough light to kind of, you know, be able to get what you need done. And for nine ninety nine, uh, you can even get the exact double. same thing in white. It's doubled actually because it is now claiming a sixteen hundred milliamp hour lithium ion battery. What? What are you talking about? Did you not read the specifics? The battery's oh, doubled. Yeah, you're right. It is. I did see that. I just saw that now because I was like, but and it's just white, it a, and it has ten more lumens. Oh, you know what though? Ten more lumens is pretty good. So for nine ninety nine, I would actually buy that one. But I think that that's pretty darn, pretty darn cool because technically the battery is in it too, right? So like once it's charged, you could take that tiny little solar panel and you could start charging up one of your own um, battery banks. Although it would be painfully slow because that is a super, super tiny solar panel. Um, uh, the solar panel is. I don't even think it says. It's a micro USB uh, thing, so you can put your phone in it. No, I know, but the actual uh, solar panel output itself is like one watt or something, which is... Uh, yeah. It says output for the uh, bulb is yeah. 1.5 watts. 
Well, I'm just assuming that the, the, the solar panel that small is going to be around half a watt to one watt. So it's it's not very fast at all. But the fact that it's eight eight to ten dollars um, and gives you a small amount of light for, you know, five to ten hours or whatever, depending on which version you buy, like that's pretty damn good. So I'd say that's a win. What's your a next up, buddy? A hundred and forty lumens is equivalent to a fifteen watt incandescent bulb. Yeah, it's basically so like uh, it'll do something. Yeah, exactly. It's it's probably about the same as uh, the light bulb that'd be underneath your hood vents for your oven, give or take. So again, enough to light a small area, but not enough to you know draw you know the Mona Lisa with. <laughs> well. Know. What's what's your ne- what's what's next for you? <laughs> we we I got like a uh, a slightly better bulb, in that it's not solar powered, but you don't have to hook it up to anything because it just is a regular light bulb with a battery in it. What? No. It's an LED emergency light bulb with a built-in rechargeable battery, which is always charging because it's in plugged literally into your home. It has three hours of light in a power outage. And a 40-watt equivalent light output. And it's only 9 watts. So that's pretty darn good. Because, I mean, not only are you saving power, but you're also, you know, going to have power for when the power goes out. And you can also get it in a floodlight as well, it looks like, which is fairly interesting. Yeah. It comes in two uh, different models. Yeah, it comes in two different models. The A19 and the BR30, which is more of a floodlight combo. And then you can see, oh, and it works as a flashlight. Oh my gosh, that yeah, is so crazy! You can crazy. unscrew it and, and it's walk got little, around just like, light. and it's got little buttons on it, and you can just yeah, use it the as a power flashlight. Power of the sun in the palm of my hand. That would be really trippy to like if you took that and like went to like Amish people and you were like, look, and you just like touched it to your head but pressed the button. You're like, oh my god, I'm electric. <laughs> I'm, do, I'm Raiden, you, the god of thunder and lightning. <laughs> You do the Uncle Fester thing and you screw it in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. And you snap your fingers and it turns on and everyone's just like, oh, he's a witch. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, though. So for... and, as they're ta- and as they're putting you in a pile of shit that they're about to set on fire, you can just be like, okay, I'm about to die. But the look on their faces was worth it. Oh, totally. But so for 20, for 20 to uh, $23 American, um, you can have a light bulb that will be completely oblivious to you and everybody else you will not know that it is any different than any other light bulb until the power goes out and you still have light for a few hours without even doing a damn thing oh my god the floodlight one is even better because it has variable outputs you can do it at 100 lumens for 12 hours or if you need bright light you can get 250 lumens with an easy switch on the side to give you four hours of very bright light hmm well, that's not bad at all. No, for $25, having like a uh, an optional bat, like a uh, variable output flashlight, pretty, and you never have to worry about remembering to charge it because it's always charging. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly, right? Like, that's perfect. And so speaking of uh, always charging, I have another solar panel-based um, device. And by base device, I mean this is a solar panel. So for fifty-seven ninety-nine, uh, again, this is American. What happened to all the Canadian prices? 
I have the Rav Power Solar Charger. This is a 16 watt solar panel with dual USB output. It's waterproof, foldable, and can charge pretty much anything that plugs into USB. 16 watts is not bad at all. That will be able to charge your your devices actually fairly quickly. I mean, obviously not as quickly as a wall. And of course, again, it's all dependent on how much direct sunlight you're getting because indirect sunlight will charge much slower than direct sunlight. Um, but at least you're getting something, you know what I mean? So again, for $57, a 16 watt solar panel that you can now plug one of them directly into your cell phone and then you could plug the other port into say one of your other battery banks that you have laying around you can charge up pretty damn quickly the fact oh, that it's like i just checked the uh that light bulb that we talked about yeah. i was just able to type in amazon.ca instead of amazon.com and managed to get the canadian price 35 dollars, which makes and no sense you can get it on prime that makes zero sense seven dollars in the states and $35 in the, oh wait, which light bulb? The flood No, the light? light bulb we just talked about. Yeah, the oh, flood light. okay, yeah, that makes more sense. So then you're talking about like the eight and $10 ones. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, you know, a 16 watt solar panel, that's pretty good. I mean, I've got a seven watt solar panel and it gives me um, about, uh, I would say, 15 minutes because I, I, I brought it with me to uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai and I actually brought it down to the pool one day when I brought my switch down to the pool and I brought my phone and I wanted to make sure that I was all charged up and I plugged my phone into it and I got I want to say in about 30 minutes I got about 15% of my um, phone charged and I've got a Pixel 2 XL so that's a, a large battery and the phone was on you know, like it wasn't on airplane mode, it, you know, like it was still connected to the network. The Wi-Fi was on, the Bluetooth was on. I and think you I did was it with even, this? Uh, no, I did it with a seven watt panel. So this would charge even faster. So assuming you have full light, one would assume in half an hour, you could probably get somewhere between 30 and 40% of a normal to large sized battery in a phone being you know like the newer like the iphone 8s or the notes the uh galaxy s8 pluses and, and whatnot like the bigger phones right so that's pretty damn good what do you got next i have the ac outlet portable charger rav power that's oh, a uh, yeah. 27 amp i love this one 100 watt max with a built-in three-prong AC plug. So instead of, if you've got devices in your house, which are a low power consumption, and you just think like, not everything in my house has a USB plug. This mm. isn't, it's not really that universal for me. You can just be like, you know what? You got some plug things, like you want to get like a DVD player or a uh, tiny, or you charge your laptop. Mm -hmm. Then here you go. Exactly. You got this thing. Yeah, this is so cool. And, and it's actually... Um, so when you look at the picture, when I first looked at the picture, I thought it was super small. And then I started looking at some of the other ones and it looks like when they put it right next to the laptop, it looks huge. But then you like, you see it in a couple of the other pictures. It's, it's not as big as you would think. I would say that's gotta be like, what, like the size of like two, like two, like a, a small seven inch tablet, maybe yeah. like an iPad mini, except like way thicker, obviously. But I'd say it's about the footprint of an iPad mini. Or so, which well, we see it next to a MacBook. It's, we see it next to a MacBook, and it's about half the size. Yeah, 
So an iPad mini. Dick fuck. <laughs> and it's got its own smart ventilation, so it always uh, it's got good heat dissipation. An eight batter an eight light LED oh. indicator, so you Uh-oh. get a very good estimation of what the what the remaining juice is on this thing. Mike, I found yeah. an issue. I found a very, very big issue. Uh, this company who uh, Rav Power are uh, big huge dick fucks. They made this with a high voltage DC input, which is, you know, great, except not because it's a DC proprietary input. It's not uh, USB-C. It's not USB micro. It's not lightning. Uh, Oh, it's one of those tiny needle. Yes, it is a DC charger, which means you need a completely separate charger to charge this, which is very annoying. I have a little less love for this. Although still 189 is just on the brink of uh you know for 27,000 milliamp hour for $189 seems a little bit much when how much did yours cost? My anchor shit. Uh is it like 70 bucks? No, I'm I'm just going to look up to see the anchor. I don't feel like yours was like overly expensive. Like I feel like you can get them. I I've seen fifty thousand uh, milliamp hour ones for thirty dollars, twenty thirty. Yeah, mine is twenty six eight hundred. Is twenty six? Yeah, twenty six point eight amps for my Anchor Astro E seven, and on Amazon I see it for one hundred and sixty two dollars plus fifteen dollars shipping. God damn. Okay, so I guess uh Rav Power and Anchor are just like the Maybox of the fucking portable battery world. God damn. That's crazy. Cause I mean I've seen much cheaper, but what you could just get an uninterrupted power supply system that's nine hundred watts. Hey, 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 my turn. My turn. <laughs> You're jumping the gun here. Jeez. So well, it's, it was an ad on the side when I was typing in that stuff. So I was just like, nah, whatever. <laughs> if he doesn't like the plug on this thing, maybe I'll find something better. Um, so the next one that I actually have is not the simplest device. It's really super cool, but it would definitely require um, a little bit of know-how, uh, a lot of instructions, maybe some YouTube videos, but I found a Vivor wind turbine. So a 400 watt wind turbine generator at 12 volts. So it's got three or five blades. I guess you can uh, get different versions of it. Um, but it's, it's, an, it's a straight up wind generator. So you put this on, you know, a big pole and bada bing, bada boom. You've got yourself some wind generator. Like, how amazing is that? It's $168 American, and you've got a little 400-watt wind turbine generator. I mean, like, for when there's a a tornado or a hurricane coming around, you know, as long as it's not right on top of you, you're going to get a hell of a lot of power. (laughs) How how much was that American? Uh, $168. So, like, 200, 220 Canadian. I just switch. It's a. It's it's not that much Canadian. I just typed it in, and you can get it on on Amazon. The Canadian price is five hundred and thirty four dollars and eighteen cents. So again, order it from the states, ship it to the border, and pick it up. Yep, there's a UPS on uh, in a very upstate New York near the border. Ogdensburg. Yep, just drop that Watertown. shit off there. <laughs> pick it up. 
Yeah, exactly. It's worth the drive. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. an extra three hundred motherfucking dollars. He, yeah, he, but yeah, fuck, fuck that. Like that's that's still pretty cool to have a, a also, wind turbine. Also, you may have to learn Chinese. And yes, that's I'm true. looking. At, I'm looking at this inverter that's on it, and it's all in Mandarin. That is all true. in like squiggly shit. And given the electrical nature of this thing and the power going through it, you might want to know what you're looking at. That is true. That is very true. Well, I mean, it's. Just, I'm sure the instruction manuals might have some English, but it does say that it works in temperatures from minus 35 up to plus 75 degrees centigrade. So that's actually pretty damn good. That means that you could actually use it in most areas of Canada almost all year round. That's pretty damn good. So, um, and if you need to get it translated, you can go to Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. So, Mike, what's what's your next uh, what's your next one? Your big your big bad boy. Well, if you just like, you, all these items were great. Like, great. I've got a phone. I've got like a little bit of light. That's all fucking great. Maybe if there's a power outage and uh, I want to keep my modem running, my router running, so I can get Wi-Fi throughout my house, then you've got that little RAF power one, and that's all good. But what if I want to actually run a hot plate? Uh, it's hot as balls. I want to cool my house for a bit. I want to heat up my food, not eat like cold shit like a Neanderthal. What if I want to actually, you know live like there isn't a power outage that is when you would get nature's generator an 1800 watt solar and wind powered generator platinum system and i love how they call thing, it platinum oh it, it is platinum it's got three generators if this picture is to be three solar panels on wheels that can be mounted if this thing is to be believed and two batteries or if it isn't, it, they're at least demonstrating that they can be stacked and daisy chained together for extra durability. And being 1800 watts, that means that you would be able to hook up a fucking microwave to it or a uh, cooler for some time. And I have a 1200 watt microwave. So being an 1800 watt system, I would be able to run this for, I'd be able to cook, I'd, be, I'd have an hour of food cooking time. And so I actually watched a couple of videos on this guy. And the really interesting part is, so the solar panels here that you can buy for A, um, you can buy these units standalone, right? So if you were to go to the link that will be in our notes somewhere, uh, or you can just look up the name of this, which is a nature's generator. It basically, it, it kind of looks almost like a, a food cooler. It's about the size of a cooler that you would bring, you know, like to the beach or whatever, right? So it comes with two of them on a small little two-wheel dolly and you can, you know, stack them. You can stack up to five of them and daisy chain them all together. The solar panels also daisy chain together by connecting along the sides and they've got and little um, clips that they clip into each other. Each and they're panel, 100 watts. Yeah, each panel is 100 watts. And then on top of that, it comes with a USB... Uh, Bluetooth dongle so you can hook it up to your laptop or it also has from what I understand built-in Bluetooth as well so that you can download an app directly to your iOS or Android device and be able to 
see how much power is going into it and how much power is being taken out of it. You can charge and power things at the same time. And it even has an area to plug in wind power. So you know what? That wind turbine you just bought for $167 to $500 for some strange fucking reason, you can plug that in too. So that's freaking awesome like i i this is my dream freaking thing here so the solar input home this is like a home in a can this is the closest you can get to a power wait a second you know what's weird though is if you go through all of the the specs here so it's got two usb ports three amp of combined power one dc 12 volt so you're the same port that you have in your car which is interesting then you've got uh, a couple of regular um charging you know three prong you've got three of your 110 uh outlets as well but the weird thing is so it says uh charging ac is 90 watts solar input 200 watts except or 200 watt max except that they give you 300 watts worth of panels wind input is 300 watt max and the uh the wind power generator that we just saw was what 400 so i wonder if it would even be like what it does with that extra power if it's just going to shoot it off if it's not like does it have a controller you know what i mean like it says it's got a built-in charge controller but i would be kind of wary with something that costs this damn much especially something that is so damn useful and so damn cool I like uh, you know, some of the questions and answers. One person asked, how long does it take on a sunny day to charge both batteries? You see, if, <laughs> oh, like you wondered why is it like 200 watts if it's 300 uh, watt solar panels? I'm assuming if you're charging both at the same time, then that would be like a 400 watt tolerance with 300 watt chargers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's but true. What, the question here is, how long does it take on a sunny day to charge both batteries with included solar panels? The 100-watt solar panels included in the Nature's Generator Platinum system can charge the system from a depleted battery to full capacity within 10 to 15 hours on a sunny day. Now, but 15 again, hours on, on, a, on a sunny day, uh, don't days work by, you know, halves? Well, not necessarily, well? because here in Canada, um, during the summer, the sun comes up at like, what, seven o'clock in the morning and doesn't go down until almost 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? So, but that also by the sound of it, unless they mean the platinum system means specifically two batteries instead of just one super amazing, battery, like maybe both of them, like just one battery is called platinum. And this is just a special package of two of the the platinums. It's called the system. so So I believe that's both. Okay. Because I'm just like, I don't know, man, that like, that doesn't seem that seems like a lot of power to get from the sun and you would it would have to be like there'd have to be no clouds the sun would have to be directly overhead of you for that almost that entire time so i don't think that you would actually see that um but still like just the idea of having this much power at your uh disposal you know what i mean like and you don't have to daisy chain them so you charge both of these like say your power goes out and both of these are up and running you bring one to the kitchen boom you're charging your uh fridge now or not charging but your fridge is running off of that for a few hours and then maybe you bring another one to your office and now you've got your laptop going and your phone charging and something else. Now, the issue that I see, Mike, um, because I was actually I had the same idea when I was like, oh, I wish I had a battery that could charge my modem. 
right? Because I, unlike a lot of people, I have fiber straight to my home. So that means that I can literally, like, I don't have a modem. I have a router. I have a regular router that's just plugged right into the wall. And so that means that if I were to charge or power that router, theoretically, as long as the um, ISP has power somewhere, I should have internet, right? But mm -hmm. if Rogers doesn't have power, then how do you have internet if your modem works? That Well, you have to run your off your data then. Yeah, you'd have to run off your phone. But again, no. this is apparently something that they're looking into. I don't know if you read the headlines today in the uh, Ottawa Citizen, but they're saying that uh, apparently Ottawa or sorry, Canada's uh, wireless network is not safe or sturdy enough for natural disasters. Well, look at what happened to our power. Like, why don't you run the power cables underground? That way, wind won't be a problem. True to a certain extent. Can't argue with you. I guess. Now, one of the last questions on this thing was, what is the most compatible wind turbine that can go with this unit? And turns out they're designing their own, they say. It is estimating a retail price of $500. And I just checked their website, naturesgenerator.com, and they do have a wind turbine with five blades, and it is $549.99. Hey, thanks, Mike the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is a 100-foot... What? Oh, the cables are 100 foot. The diameter, the rotor diameter is 51 inches. The weight out of the box is 22 pounds. And uh, blade material, fiberglass, nylon composite. Wind data, rated mechanical power, 400 watts at 27 miles, an hour, 27 miles per hour. Not bad. Not bad. And it says, is 400 watts of power enough to operate the generator without any solar help? We recommend the nature's generator wind turbine always be paired with a power panel. So sun and wind together will get this thing going. So there you go. If you decide, if, you, if you're in a place that has weather, then you have power. If you're in a place that, has, yeah, well, exactly. And so for my last one here, I went kind of the same route that you did, but not quite as expensive. Um, I found myself here a Goal Zero Yeti 400 solar generator. Now this one doesn't come with the solar panels it does have the spots to plug it in um, you can plug in a solar panel right into the front of it it does have that port uh, however like I said it doesn't come with them it does have two 110 volt plugs so you can plug two different household devices into it it's got two separate USB ports it's got one um, DC 12 volts so you've got all sorts of different types of uh, power output you can plug it into the wall to charge it and it has a 400 watt hour battery so uh, you know that's gonna last you quite a while um, I have no idea how long this would take to charge it doesn't say in any of the notes here like that but it's at a measly $599 Canadian so I don't know that's probably like 450 or something like that American so for 450 bucks that's not bad you can get yourself a couple of solar panels you know maybe another hundred dollars 150 dollars for some decent ones on top of that and you can have a pretty decent setup that will keep your laptop charged your phone charged and maybe a couple other small devices keep them running for a day or two off of that if you're you know stringent with your power and if you try to charge it during the day with a solar panel you should be good to go uh, $5.99 is pretty damn good. What do you think about that, Mike? It's pretty darn good. Yeah. 
Um, so I think it's it it's still all disappointing when you look at the the nature's the nature's bounty. Oh yeah, Mir- well, miracle home in the can, which yeah. is just like, hey, guess what? You can run your refrigerator, your microwave. Oh yeah, and with the solar panel and the wind turbine, if and if, just if there's a sun out there, fine. And if it's windy as winding and raining, well, and guess what? The raindrops will probably push the blades on the propeller. So you, you can know what you could do too. You could go out and get one of those. Um, uh, those river turbines too. If you happen to live near water, or if maybe your town is flooding, um, you could you could you could put this. I don't know if you remember that, Mike. The the one that we said you put it in a stream, and it uses the the stream like the the flow of the water to basically have a. It's a hydro generator, basically, right? You, and by and you living put, near water, we mean basically living in water, like on a houseboat. You well, can no, dangle you, this off the side. You could have a long extension cord and plug it into this, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you'd be able to plug in literally all three of nature's power resources into this to keep it charged and. In this world where we are running out of, you know, fossil fuels and non-sustainable resources, we need this sort of technology. This is amazing. The more things we can think of like this is better because we need to stay away from gas generators. Not only are they bad for the world, they're bad for people. They create noise. They create, you know, fumes. Uh, They're stinky. They're expensive. You have to maintain them with a solar generator which is what seems to be the whole uh, theme of this episode <laughs> is solar ge- solar power generation. But with a solar generator, you just plug it in and go. You don't need yes. to make sure that you're running that generator once a year to make sure that it's not seizing. You don't need to put oil into it to make sure that, again, it's not seizing and to make sure that everything is running correctly. You just plug it in and go. There's no maintenance required on a solar generator. You say that, but then when the power goes out during the winter and you're just stuck with these things that are not getting any sunlight because everything is gray and overcast, the guy with the gas generator is going to be like, hey, how's that renewable resources working for you? Well, we're totally fine because all the guys with those gas generators are causing global warming, so there won't be much of a winter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, that brings us to a close, I guess, for our... Uh, mini disaster episode, solar array episode, solar powered. Our shining light in the darkness of emergency blackouts. <laughs> uh, so, Mike, um, I hear you have a announcement to announce. <laughs> I. A little birdie told me there was something that you needed to tell our listeners about. Um. Yes, that is. And I know exactly what you're talking about. It is. We are getting a new feed for the show, just in case the geek fallout, like the geek fallout thing might be a little too hard for uh, some people to get to. So we are getting a new feed on Anchor, which is putting us out on uh, Apple, Google Overcast, Google Overcast, Overcast. Spotify, a whole bunch of shit like I only looked at the three things they gave us, and the rest Apple is... Apple ICs, Google Overcast. Apple, Spotify. Stitcher Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we're just technobabble. So if you just think, oh, this geek follow-up thing, like how, the, how do I explain to people how to find this amazing show I'm on without going through this circ- circuitous route, you can just tell them, look for technobabble on iTunes, Google 
Overcast. Or wherever you things. find your I podcasts. You. Yeah. And the, there's a few there's a few podcasts called Technobabble, but just look for the ones by Mike and Rich. Or just look for the ones with our logo, the little chip on it. That's right. So we have uh, thoroughly enjoyed this episode as uh, me and Mike have been just vigorously digging through Amazon, desperately doomsday prepping. Uh, so hopefully we will see you on the next episode with something a little less bleak. And if you would like us to actually be able to have these devices so we can keep podcasting during the dark times, you can help us out with a little patreon.com slash geek fallout donation. Keep the show Keep the show running. Keep the lights on even when no one else has them. And with that being said, it is now safe to turn off your device. Am I supposed to stop?